Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do sermons from the divine. He whispers to me the topic uh, in between things in my day, whatever I'm doing, and uh, tells me when to hit the record button for you. Um, Sometimes I also share music that he inspires through me to help empower you to find happiness from within. That is the mission here at Move Happy. And as I was doing my, my praise, dance, worship time, he whispered to me that he was he was going to be gifting me my 56th alternative therapy. And so I just continued praising him and I was, I was expecting, it's like this knowing, I just know it's coming. Sometimes it's a therapy, sometimes it's a song. I never know what he's going to reveal to me, um, but I, it's like a sense of knowing when he's going to give me something good and juicy. So when he revealed it to me, I thought, how perfect with everything going on in the world right now. Um, and so it's still obviously in development. He just whispered this to me, and so I wanted to get on the recording right now and, and share it share it with you. There is power in prayer, and he desires for me, I'm not sure when, but he desires for me to create a prayer school. And that is, that is my 56th therapy. I'm not sure if it will be in person, online, or a combination. But that is what he desires for me to share with you. So I, I looked up on Google Translate, and I don't... It doesn't provide um, the sound in the translation to, uh, to the Yiddish language, which is um, spoken by many Jews. Um, but it's it's got the lettering, so it's S F I L H, and then S H U L E. So I think it's Shufil Shul. I think that's how you pronounce it. If you uh, speak that language, and you're listening, and you'd like to correct me, I'd love to make sure I say it correctly. But uh, prayer school that is that is a topic. So the first thing that came to mind was visiting. When I first moved across the country visiting my family member, my young family member, and was watching um, watching my young family member one evening as, as their parent was out um, having some social time with friends and whatnot, and I was tucking my young family member in to bed and and I said, "Do you do you do evening prayers, or what is your what is your your um, bedtime routine like?" And they said to me, "What is what is prayer?" I was heartbroken because we grew up in a house of prayer. We grew up as uh, families of the Book of Joshua. It says, "As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord." We went to church every Sunday growing up. Mom was on the worship team, so every Thursday we were at church in the kids' program while Mom was rehearsing. In the summers, we were there for weeks on end for vacation Bible school. And when we got into our teenage years, 
of course, being a part of the youth group, which was usually a midweek thing, and on Sundays. And there was a lot of hurt that happened to my family member. They didn't, they didn't open up to me about it, but I found out from their child that they didn't even want to spread prayer because of the evil that has infiltrated America. And they had pursued their dreams, and they were bullied in their career path, forced into fear. Fear is not of the Father. And I believe the Father desires to restore everything that was taken, not just from my family, from your family as well, if you're listening to this, if you believe in pursuing your dreams, if you believe in the American dream, and you believe that we all are created equally, as was written from our leaders of the past, then I think you'll appreciate this new therapy that the Father gifted to me this morning. I imagine this will be an option for families to send their children to prayer school, perhaps those that are um, more interested in the, in the spiritual aspects of life that desire to learn more about the scriptures, not just the Bible. I think they could learn about the Torah. They could learn uh, whatever the scriptures are called for the Buddhist faith and Taoism and the Hindu faith. In our household, we worship the Holy Trinity, but in America, you have the freedom to choose whomever you desire to worship. And in some denominations of the Buddhist faith, I, I am aware that they don't have a deity that they worship. Because my, one of my elementary school friends that I was in band and choir with all the way through um, high school and college, I, I had quit the band and focused more on singing, but they continued on. Uh, they were very connected in their faith. That kept them going. That kept them full of peace and they would call prayer meditation or chanting, incantations, things of that nature with their beads, their prayer beads. I imagine a prayer school would be something that would be all-encompassing to educate children and young adults how to get connected to their source. And the Father told me that any time I present online events or in-person events, I am to acknowledge His Son, Jesus Christ, and He will bless it. He will prosper it, and He will continue my legacy on the earth long after I am gone. That is my job, to be obedient to my deity. We welcome all faiths that don't harm any humans to participate. If you are interested, when uh, the Father tells me it's go time to execute this, 
I think it would be a, a beautiful place of learning for young adults, young children to learn how to pray, to learn how to have quiet time, to learn how to get into a peaceful mindset. When I was a child, we prayed regularly in the evenings. Dad was gone working during the week, so it was Mom that was putting us to bed. And she was teaching us how to pray. And when I was really little, I remember praying and asking, ask, 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 Father, I ask for these. And, and Mom corrected me. She showed me through her own prayers how to pray effectively, how to have a conversation with our Father, our spiritual Father in heaven. And that is what these things can provide, these, this school or multiple schools. Maybe it's going to be multiple branch sites in different states and different countries taught in multiple languages. Why not? Connecting with the source can provide peace. Where two or more are gathered, there I am in their midst. It says that in the scriptures. The I am is the Father. The Father of all of us. That is, that is what I believe in my faith system. And there is so much anxiety and depression in the world. Those are the two top-ranked mental health conditions in the world. The most expensive conditions in the world. If a person can learn how to empower themselves to find peace when they are anxious, to find that sense of calm and comfort when they are withdrawing from the world, to be comforted through their own words, speaking prayers to the heavens, wouldn't you want your child to learn that if your child is struggling with their anxiety? and their depression? Wouldn't you want your adult family members that have never learned any sort of spiritual practice that are withdrawing? Perhaps they're going through Alzheimer's or dementia. Wouldn't you desire for them to have a sense of peace where they could pray with young adults or young children could come in and pray for them, ask the Father to give them comfort on their lonely days? What could potentially be the harm? Well, I don't see much harm other than um, the enemy trying to cause confusion and bringing in witchcraft. There are all kinds of religions out there. There's over 4,000 different religions that the enemy, I believe, created to cause division and confusion. But true children of the Father know his voice, recognize his voice, and hear it. They have to be taught how to hear his voice and how to speak to him. Prayer school. I think it would be a beautiful thing to add and incorporate to private school settings as a class where children, adolescents, young adults,
and earn a credit. And I believe the Father desires for us to do some sort of study to measure people's depression levels, to measure their anxiety levels, pre, mid, post. The most effective kinds of studies, of course, are the double-blind studies where people don't know if they're being researched on or not. <laughs> so this would be our 56th alternative therapy that he's gifted to me. It is limitless when you choose love. It is limitless what the Father can provide to you. He opens up the treasures of heaven. And he loves it when we speak with him. I was praying last night. I couldn't sleep. I had caffeine too late in the day. And it was there was a beeping going on by my window. Something outside was beeping every few seconds, and it was irritating. And So I just got down on my knees, and I started praying, and I thanked the Father for this annoyance, and I thanked him for the air in my lungs, and I thanked him for my housing because I am so grateful to not be homeless right now. And I thanked him for my kind landlord and my boss and my co-workers. And as I got into this state of gratitude, I didn't hear the beeping anymore, although it was still going off. I was focused in on this time with the Father. It allowed for a healthy distraction to my mind to focus in on that time with him. And shortly after that prayer, the beeping actually completely stopped. So whatever was going on outside, the battery must have died in it, which I'm grateful for. And it helped me to get into a relaxed state. And then I was able to sleep through the night, finally. Prayer can help. Set the tone for your evening so that you can have sound sleep. Sleep is one of the most powerful things that you have within your own control somewhat to help with your mental state. <clears throat> sleep specialists recommend seven to eight hours. Some people need more. Children need more. Some people need less, but if you're consistently getting less than that, I guarantee your depression is probably up. Your mood, you're probably agitated, things of that nature. And prayer can help you get into a relaxed state where you can fall asleep afterwards. I actually, on the regular, right before I go to bed, I thank the Father. I just say, thank you, Father, for giving me sound sleep, for allowing me to sleep all the way until minutes before my alarm goes off. Because for some reason, I prefer to wake up before the alarm. And uh, lately, I've been turning the alarm off altogether. But that is what I was praying um, prior to this job that I have now, where I was having to get up very early. And I... I would, I would say that aloud. I would say, thank you, Father, for waking me minutes before my alarm, fully rested, extending my sleep, stretching the hours and the minutes. 
sending all of the healing nutrients to my to all the cells in my body while I rest, restoring all of the cells. And sure enough, every time I did that in the morning, I, I felt within my body that I had a great night's rest. He gives to those who ask. Prayer is very powerful. The prayers of the righteous are powerful and effective. Wouldn't you like your family members to learn how to have effective prayers? What else, Father? Okay, he's sending me to scripture. <clears throat> Sending me to Ezekiel. Chapter 13, verse 4. False prophets condemned. Your prophets, O Israel, are like jackals among ruins. You have not gone up to the breaks in the wall to repair it for the house of Israel, so that it will stand firm in the battle on the day of the Lord. Their visions are false and their divinations a lie. They say the Lord declares when the Lord has not sent them, yet they expect their words to be fulfilled. Have you not seen false visions and uttered lying divinations when you say the Lord declares, though I have not spoken? Therefore this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Because of your false words and lying visions, I am against you, declares the Sovereign Lord. My hand will be against the prophets who see false visions and utter lying divinations. They will not belong to the council of my people or be listed in the records of the house of Israel, nor will they enter the land of Israel. Then you will know that I am the sovereign Lord, because they lead my people astray, saying peace when there is no peace, and because when a flimsy wall is built, they cover it with whitewash. Therefore, tell those who cover it with whitewash, that it is going to fall. Rain will come to torrent, come in torrents, and I will send hailstones hurtling down, and violent winds will burst forth. He, he just whispered to me like the tornado that just came through. When the wall collapses, will people not ask you, where is the whitewash you covered it with? Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. In my wrath, I will unleash a violent wind, and in my anger, hailstones and torrents of rain will fall with destructive fury. I will tear down the wall you have covered with whitewash and will level it to the ground <clears throat> so that its foundation will be laid bare. When it falls, you will be destroyed in it, and you will know that I am the Lord. So I will spend my wrath against the wall and against those who covered it with whitewash. I will say to you, the wall is gone, and so are those who whitewashed it, those prophets of Israel who prophesied 
to Jerusalem and saw visions of peace for there for her when there was no peace declares the sovereign lord yes father now son of man set your face against the daughters of your people who prophesy out of their own imagination prophesy against them and say this is what the sovereign lord says woe to the woman who sew magic charms on all their wrists and make veils of various lengths for their heads in order to ensnare people will you ensnare the lives of my people but preserve your own you have profaned me among my people for a few handfuls of barley and scraps of bread by lying to my people who listen to lies you have killed those who should not have died and have spared those who should not live therefore this is what the sovereign lord says i'm against your magic charms with which you ensnare people like birds and i will tear them from your arms i will set free the people that you ensnare like birds i will tear off your veils and save my people from your hands and they will no longer fall prey to your power then you will know that i am the lord because you disheartened the righteous with your lies when i had brought them no grief and because you encouraged the wicked not to turn from their evil ways and so save their lives. Therefore you will no longer see false visions or practice divination. I will save my people from your hands, and then you will know that I am the Lord. Amen. Amen. When we pray to the Father in heaven, the creator of the universe, he sometimes reveals things to us, and sometimes... He reveals lies that other people have been spreading. He reveals the truth to us. My spiritual gifts, he reveals future things to me. I don't know exactly the timeline of the things. He reveals all kinds of things to me, and I'm grateful. The more time I spend with him, the more he reveals to me. Sometimes it's hard to hear the things that he reveals to me, but that is what it means to be a child of the Father. He has to reveal harmful things that are going on in the world to those he trusts to get those evil things to be stopped. What else, Father? Moves me to go to chapter 17, verse 9. Say to them, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, Will it thrive? Will it not be uprooted and stripped of its fruit so that it withers? All its new growth will wither. It will not take a strong arm or many people to pull it up by the roots. Even if it is transplanted, will it thrive? Will it not wither completely when the east wind strikes it? Wither away in the plot where it grew? Then the word of the Lord came to me. Say to this rebellious house, Do you not say, or do you not know what these things mean? Say to them, The king of Babylon went to Jerusalem and carried off her king and her nobles, bringing them back with him to Babylon. Then he took a member of the royal family and made a treaty with him, putting him under oath. 
He also carried away the leading men of the land so that the kingdom would be brought low, unable to rise again, surviving only by keeping his treaty. But the king rebelled against him by sending his envoys to Egypt to get horses and a large army. Will he succeed? Will he, who does such things, escape? Will he break the treaty and yet escape? As surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, he shall die in Babylon in the land of the king who put him on the throne, whose oath he despised and whose treaty he broke. Pharaoh, with his mighty army and great horde, will be of no help to him in war when ramps are built and siege works erected to destroy many lives. He despised the oath by breaking the covenant because he had given his hand in pledge and yet did all these things. He shall not escape. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, As surely as I live, I will bring down on his head my oath that he despised and my covenant that he broke. I will spread my net for him, and he will be caught in my snare. I will bring him to Babylon and execute judgment upon him. There, because he was unfaithful to me, all his fleeing troops will fall by the sword, and the survivors will be scattered to the winds. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I myself will take a shoot from the very top of a cedar and plant it. I will break off a tender sprig from its topmost shoots and plant it on a high and lofty mountain. On the mountain heights of Israel, I will plant it. It will produce branches and bear fruit and become a splendid cedar. Birds of every kind will nest in it. They will find shelter in the shade of its branches. All the trees of the field will know that I, the Lord, bring down the tall tree and make the low tree grow tall. I dry up the green tree and make the dry tree flourish. I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will do it. So we need to remember to stay humble. And he gives and he takes. And we trust in him no matter what. Anything else, Father? Okay. If you desire to, to know this Father that I know and to have a personal relationship with him where he will give you gifts from, from heaven, uh, it's a free gift. And uh, you can't earn it, and no one can sell it to you. Just repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. Father, I'm a sinner in need of your forgiveness. I ask you to forgive me of all of the mistakes I've ever made. Please come into my heart. Show me how to choose love and how to walk with you every step. Thank you, Father, for this gift of salvation. I receive it. And I pray in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. Your next step is to get plugged into a Bible-based church. And keep God first, please. Father, is there any ask? Okay, he says, if you have any guitars, what else, Father? Guitars, keyboards, flutes.
or any other instrument you would like to donate. Ah. Uh, you can you can send them to uh, Aaron Nicole Ministries, one four seven seven, Tiny Town Road, number one ninety one, Clarksville, Tennessee. Three seven zero four two. He's preparing for a very large musical performance coming up soon. Ah. So if you feel so inclined to donate any instruments, um, would be grateful for that. Anything else, Father? All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.